Hello and welcome to the Daily Royal. My name is Shelby and I have been a royal watcher for the past 10 years. In this podcast, I talk about the daily events of seven of the European monarchies. So I talk about Belgium, the UK, Denmark, the Netherlands, Norway, Spain, and Sweden. I upload Monday through Friday with occasional bonus episodes here and there. Today we are going to be talking about all of the events from Thursday, June 10th of 2021. And let me just tell you guys, it has been a crazy busy day. Um, There was a lot happening, so we're going to skip the long intro today. Um, Just know I'm still working on things behind the scenes. Things are kind of continuously changing. I will have a video up on YouTube today with the podcast, and it's also going to have video with it. I'm not sure if that's going to become the norm, but I'm experimenting, so it might be. Um, I would like for it to be, but we'll see how long it takes. So with all of that, um, we are going to jump right in and start talking about the Belgian royal family. Like I mentioned in yesterday's episode um, on Wednesday, the final, like the final concert from the top three performers of the Queen Elizabeth music competition was held. And I had mentioned that King Philippe, Queen Mathilde, and King Albert II were there. Um, and I said I wasn't sure if Queen Paola was there. She indeed was there. Um, they released pictures today. I will have those pictures up on the website, thedailyroyal.com, so you will be able to check those out um, after you listen to this or while you're listening. Um, so that was that update. Um, so today, King Philippe held a couple of different events. He first visited the Brussels airport, um, specifically focused on the measures the airport staff have taken um, in the COVID arena, um, so focused on protection measures for passengers uh, and travelers due to COVID, um, because obviously things are starting to open up and people are able to travel again. Um, and so because of that, there needs to be protections in place. So I believe there's like a COVID testing, like a rapid COVID testing site when you enter Brussels. I'm not sure this is just from the blurb uh, that the Belgian monarchy social media gave. So I'm not actually sure if that's accurate, but that's what I understood it to be. Um, as well as like the containment measures and stuff done on aircrafts. Um, so that was kind of cool kind of event going on there. Um, and yeah, just like the ability to travel again is thrilling. Like, I'm so excited about it. Um, Not that I'm traveling anywhere for at least a year, but anyway, um, still excited about the potential for COVID traveling. Very excited. Um, So that is what was going on first. And then also today, King Philippe visited a practice session for the Belgian Red Devils, which this time it is the national uh, football team. Sorry, I definitely almost called it soccer. Um, But it's the national football team for Belgium. Um, And so for those who 
follow European football, you will know that the Euro Cup is starting. I think it starts tomorrow. I hope I didn't miss that, like the starting today. Um, I think it starts tomorrow. And so today, a ton of announcements were made about different Royals attending games. So it looks like I'm going to be watching a lot of football in the next couple of days um, or month because it apparently is going to last forever. Um, but I have ESPN Plus and like it's something to watch. I don't know how much I'll pay attention, but it's something to have on, I guess. Um, but so today, King Fleet visited them ahead of their match with, I think, Denmark or Russia? I don't know. I had this pulled up earlier. I was looking um, because I'm just genuinely curious, like, what this is going to look like. Um, and so this is the Euro Cup for 2020. Um, I'm not sure if they're held every year, but this is 2020's edition because pandemic. Um, so... It will be an interesting kind of thing. Um, you guys, this, so much football. Um, okay, so it does start tomorrow. Uh, so it's Denmark and Finland and Belgium and Russia is the first set of games. Um, oh, and then there's a Spain versus Sweden on Monday, so we'll see if that leads to anything. It could, it could not, because we're also having a state visit in Spain. Anyway, so much football next week, and for the rest of the month, it seems like. So, I am, of course, just rooting for, like, all seven monarchies, and that's that. Um, in the Spain and Sweden match, does anybody want to guess who I'm rooting for? Because I don't really care. Um, but anyway... So we will see how that goes. So that is what is ahead, but also this visit was just really fun. Um, I appreciated it. So that is what was going on in Belgium. I will have pictures, of course. Um, and if you're watching on YouTube, you're seeing the video. If you're not, please start checking out the YouTube. I'm, we'll see. Um, I'm hoping it works out well, that it's easy to edit all of this stuff, but we'll see. Um, but anyway, that is what was going on in Belgium. And so now let's go ahead and move over to the UK. was also busy um and this is like the light day of the week I mean there were days with nothing thank goodness but um it's gonna be a busy weekend um okay so today is June 10th obviously well the day I'm recording this is June 10th which is the would have been the Duke of Edinburgh's 100th birthday um, so he would have turned 100 this year. Um, and so yesterday it was shared that Queen Elizabeth had received a rose made for the Duke of Edinburgh called the Duke of Edinburgh Rose. Um, and this rose was subsequently planted at Windsor Castle in one of the gardens that the Duke had a significant impact on the design of. 
Um, and I just, so I mentioned this in yesterday's episode that it had happened, but I wanted to talk about it today, not completely realizing last night when I was recording that this would be his 100th birthday. I was overall aware, but not, um, like I wasn't fully there yet. Um, so I just thought this was a wonderful gesture. Um, there were a couple of other things done today by the royal family, by members of the royal family that I don't typically talk about um, to commemorate his, like, legacy, um, which is, of course, a huge deal. Um, but it was just lovely, and the queen looked very wonderful, and it's going to be really great to see her quite a bit over um, the next few days. So because I just kind of said that, I'll talk a little bit about it. Um, it was announced today, just very recently, like 10 or 11 o'clock in the UK, that the British royal family will be in Cornwall tomorrow, um, like the top tier in full force, essentially, for the G7. Um, so Queen Elizabeth, the Duchess of Cornwall, and the Duchess of Cambridge will have an event. Um, there will be a reception that they attend with maybe some of the G7 leaders. I'm not sure if it's going to be all of them or just a few of them. Um, so all surrounding the G7, which is happening in Cornwall. Um, so this is something that I didn't really expect. Um, I was shocked. I'm very excited. Um, obviously, I'm an American, um, and Joe Biden is my president, and I'm happy enough about that. Um, and so this was like a dream come true to be able to cover this this way. Um, I really just thought it was going to be the meeting between the queen and the president and first lady on Sunday. Um, but they have added to that. Um, so the Duchess of Cambridge will be doing an event with the first lady tomorrow. It's just going to be a lot and I'm very excited about all of it. Um, so anyway, um, so we will be seeing the Queen a lot over the next three days um, because Friday she's in Cornwall, Saturday is trooping, Sunday she's meeting with the president. Like, it's going to be a lot and it's going to be amazing and I'm so excited. Um, so anyway, that is a little bit there. Um, and then we will move on to the Prince of Wales. Um, so today he had a couple of different events. Actually, they had a few, like several. Um, the Prince of Wales first launched the Palaces on Wheels bike ride in support of the British Asian Trust. So I believe this was from Clarence House or maybe, I doubt it was from Highgrove. Um, so my guess is it was from Clarence House. Um, but it is a fundraising bike race that will, the proceeds will go to the British Asian Trust, but it's riding from palace to palace. So they're going to Kensington and Buckingham and Windsor. Um, and Windsor is like a distance from central London. Um, so that that's the bulk of the ride is going to be the ride from central London to uh, Windsor. Um, so that was really cool, and he was on a bike. I, I don't know how far he rode. He was in a suit. His bike was not meant for the road, but still, it was wonderful. Um, and then he also today hosted leaders, um, so CEOs, 
ahead of the um, CEOs involved with the Sustainable Markets Initiative ahead of the G7. Um, Also in this meeting was the U.S. Presidential Special Envoy for Climate, who is former Secretary of State John Kerry. Um, And it was, there is a meeting tomorrow, I think, with the heads of state, the heads of the governments of the G7, with the Sustainable Markets Initiative and the Prince of Wales and presumably John Kerry, um, which I just, you guys, tomorrow is like the most exciting thing in the world for me. Like, I can't even handle how excited I'm going to be tomorrow. Um, But anyway, so they held a meeting ahead of this, like, huge meeting that is happening. Um, And then the Duchess of Cornwall had an event today where she visited the organization Floral Angels. Um, And this organization is some, is an organ, I've talked about it before, um, but they recycle donated floral arrangements from things like weddings and funerals and other like charitable other events Um, and then they remake these floral arrangements and donate them to hospice organizations and nursing homes and residential facilities to provide a floral arrangement in the rooms to brighten people's day it's a really lovely thing um It's just really sweet. So it's a very cool organization. Um, And so that was Camilla's first event. And then later on in the evening, uh, the Prince of Wales and Duchess of Cornwall attended a performance by the Royal Ballet at the Royal Opera House in support of cultural things reopening, um, which is just so cool. So that, um, those were the like in-person events. I know I just rapidly read through those, but there are five of them and it's a lot. So I am going to pull up the court circular still, um, and just see what we have that was not on here. Um, okay. Okay. Uh, Okay, so everything that we talked about is on the court circular, and there is nothing extra. So with that, we are going to go ahead and move on now to the Danish royal family. events today in Denmark um, that were very different, which is, I kind of love. So today, Queen Margrethe hosted a reception honoring um, an organization called the Castle and Culture Board after they were awarded like a top garden award by the European Voluntary Conservation Association, um, honoring the gardens at Friedensburg Castle. So, like, three weeks ago, it was announced that the gardens at Friedensburg had won this award, and Queen Margrethe set into motion, um, holding a reception to celebrate this, um, because Friedensburg is one of her, you know, homes. She does live there occasionally. I'm not entirely sure which 
Like, I don't know which one she preside, lives at the most. I know for most of the lockdown, I do think she was at Friedensburg because it had a lot of the outside space, um, which some of the other palaces in Denmark do not have. Um, so I think she was at that one primarily the most. Um, it's also where her 80th birthday pictures were taken. Um, so, you know, it's just a way to honor the work that goes into a place that she loves and lives in and um, definitely spends a lot of time, um, which is really fantastic. And so she hosted this reception. It was, of course, small because we are still, you know, living in a pandemic-y world. Um, but it was, it was very cool. Um, so that was the first event. And then also today, Crown Princess Mary attended a, um, conference. I believe it was called the World Global Conference, um, which is all about the sustainable development goals and how Denmark is on track or will achieve all 17 of them which does not surprise me because it's Denmark and they're a forward-thinking country. Um, and it seems like there was a bit of a... So I don't speak Danish. I've talked about this. But in her, like, speech, she kind of... Ta- she, she gestured, like, oh, this is surprising. Like, it has been so long since there's been an audience. And there was, there was an audience in this crowd. And it wasn't, again, it wasn't an extensive amount of people, but it's more than we've been seeing for over a year. Um, and so there is that kind of like re-entry, like, oh yeah, that's right. The, the world is vast and there are a lot of people at these things occasionally. Um, and so I think she had kind of this like, oh yeah, you know, the, the same thing that I do anytime I'm somewhere without a mask. Like yesterday I was walking in to my post office, which is so random, but I was walking into my post office and I looked up at someone and we smiled at each other. And then I realized how strange that was because we hadn't seen, like I haven't seen another person's face aside from my family's in over a year. Um, but it was just really, like, it was this moment where it was, like, completely normal. And then it was also, like, exceptional after we had done that. Because it was like, oh, my gosh, this hasn't happened in so long. Um, so that was really cool. And so I think Mary had one of those moments where she's like, oh, yeah, I'm giving a speech in front of people. Um, I don't know. It was cute. So that is what was going on in Denmark today. I do think it was also announced that... Crown Prince Frederick and maybe Crown Princess Mary would be attending um, a game. So I literally don't remember who I just said would be playing Denmark. Um, Denmark is Finland. Um, So that is on Saturday. So we will see. Uh, Tomorrow's game is Turkey versus Italy. So I don't think we'll we'll see any Royals at that game. But anyway, that is what is coming. So I think that was announced, um, but we'll see. Again, this is going to be a lot of football, and I have a lot of opinions. Um, But anyway, let's go ahead now and move on to the Dutch royal family.
were there was one event and like an, an announcement. Um, so we'll start with the event and then we'll talk about the announcement because that's more exciting. Um, so today, King Willem Alexander visited the thirteenth light. Really, the thirteenth light brigade. Um, which is a rapid response unit for the Dutch mili- Dutch army. Um, so they are able to quickly go places either on peacekeeping missions or um, non-peaceful missions, like non-peacekeeping missions um, that may be necessary. So they met with the king and t- talked about like their operations and also did a demonstration of like their rapid information gathering um, in a false, like a fake scenario. Um, so I thought that was kind of cool, but it did not, it paled in comparison to this announcement. So students across the Netherlands today received their results of their exams, which is similar to like an A-level in the UK system, um, but they have exams that determine whether they pass schooling or not. Um, and so it was known that today Princess Katerina Amalia, the Princess of Orange, would receive these results. And so she made the announcement. I think she wrote the announcements. It, it was signed A, which is her preferred name initial. Um, she does go by Amalia. Her official name is Katerina Amalia, but. Um, she goes by Amalia and so it was signed with an A um, about she just received the call that she had passed um, and then it was also shared in like a statement by the royal family that she had passed cum laude which it means an average of an eight or higher and so the scale is one to ten and so an eight or higher is obviously um, the the best range Um, So I thought that was really cool. Um, But then accompanying that was a video and a couple of photos of her hoisting, raising her backpack on the flagpole of Hoistenbush, which is their family, like, castle. It's where they live. Um, Which I don't understand this tradition. I think it's really cool. Um, But also just, like, what a thing to be walking by Hoist and Boyish and you just see like this flagpole and then there's a backpack attached to it. Um, I just think that was really cool. So the video and the photos were taken by her mom because Maxima, Queen Maxima was on the roof with Amalia uh, raising her backpack on the flagpole. Um, I'm sure this is like a tradition that happens. I think it's so super cool. Like we didn't have any cool traditions like that. I mean, we have like a graduation ceremony and I don't know if the Netherlands has something like that, but, um, they have raising a backpack on a flagpole, which is interesting. Um, so that was kind of cool. Um, but also just like congratulations to her. And so now she officially is on a gap year. Um, so it's been announced for a long time that she wouldn't immediately go into secondary education, um, but instead take a year off and really work to, um, travel and explore and do things that she's not going to be able to do, um, when she officially comes into the working, the working royal household and all of that. Um, so she is going to start this gap year, technically right now, um, 
but we don't know what that'll look like and I don't think they'll make a lot of announcements on that um, I just that's not their style so that is the big news from the Dutch royal household today it is a big deal it's very exciting um, just you know congratulations to her and kind of everyone who is graduating and finishing up these classes and things like that um, so that is what was going on in the Netherlands today. So now let's go ahead and move over to Norway. So we do have a couple of different things, um, mostly meetings, but then there was a pretty cool event that happened um, later on in the day. So first, our series of meetings. So King Harald, Queen Sonia, and Crown Prince Akun took part in the weekly meeting with the foreign minister. Um, again, this happens like every Thursday or every other Thursday, um, just to talk about, I'm assuming, current events in the foreign Ministry of Norway. Um, and then King Harald today also received new ambassadors um, from Chile and Brazil to Norway. This is one of the first times this has happened in a while in Norway. Um, so that's always really exciting. It's a show of returning to normal for the Norwegian royal household as things are continually growing, going back to normal. Um, but then, in a wonderful thing, um, today King Harald and Queen Sonia together attended a meeting with government officials about the pandemic, the effects of Norway, the effects of the pandemic on Norway, as well as um, kind of the plan going forward now that, again, not that the pandemic is over, but that it's not as scary and it's easier to move around. Um, you know, we can travel and do things like this. Um, and so they took part in this meeting. It was mostly done over some sort of video conference platform. Um, but then it was also, there were some people there as well in person, I think primarily just running tech and stuff. Um, but still, like there were some people around and just a very cool like thing. Um, you know, they talked about their excitement to return to in-person engagements and travel around Norway again. Um, and it was announced a couple of days ago that they would be doing a, I guess they do this every summer, except for last year, of course, because pandemic and, and they're elderly, um, but visiting like different towns in Norway um, and taking like part in official events, like a, like in a, a day visit, um, which I am so excited for. So they'll be traveling on the Royal Yacht um, to each of these cities and just partaking in events. Um, I'm super excited for that. I, I think it'll just be a really good return to normal for Norway. So 
Norway just in general had like a really rough 2020. Um, like it started with a funeral and then King Harald went on sick leave and then like every few months King Harald was on sick leave until really like April of this year he came back um, and has been back full time since. But it was just a really rough year and a half. So I'm really excited to see some return to normal in Norway. Um, Also, they just like abided by pandemic rules very well. Um, So anyway, that is what was going on in Norway. I am really excited to see these future engagements um, and this like return to normal that seems to be happening. Um, So with that, we are going to end in Norway and move on now to Spain. Spain today, King Felipe and Queen Letizia were in Granada, which is in the autonomous community of Andalusia, um, and they were there for a couple of reasons. Um, the first was to open an exhibit, the third of the week for those counting, um, and this exhibit was called Odalisks from Ingres to Picasso. I think. Yes. Um, and it was at the Museum of Fine Arts located in the Palace of Carlos V. Um, and so this is a really cool building. I love this building. It's like amazing. Um, but Granada and Andalusia are so far south in Spain. Like um, they were very influenced by the Moors, which is the Moroccans. Um, and so Spain has gone like back and forth between Catholic and Moroccan, um, like ownership essentially. And so a lot of the buildings will have like dual styles, like Roman style, and then also, um, Moorish style. And this building in particular, the Palacio de Carlos, uh, Cinco, Carlos V, uh, I don't know what the word for Cinco is. Like, anyway, this palace is very much in the Moorish style. I think it looks so cool. Um, like, you... It looks like a whole other world because it kind of is, um, which I just very much enjoy. So that was really cool. Um, but then they were also in Granada to deliver the 2020 Innovation and Design Awards. And this is a ceremony, um, an award sponsored by the Ministry of Science in Spain. Um, and it's given out every year. And so they attend pretty much every year um, to re- reward, um, to honor Spanish people and companies um, who have ex- amazing work in innovation and design. So, like, um, it, 
in the sciences, but also in just like general practice. So like BBVA, which is a bank, um, and they have a U.S. branch, and then they also have um, they're based in Spain. BB Bebe uh, something ah, I think it's Ve, but um, they won an award for their innovation, I suppose. Um, I, I'm personally a customer of BBVA US and like, yikes. Um, but anyway, that is besides the point. Um, but they are, they are an innovative company in Spain, just their US branch is terrible. Um, so they received an award as well as many others. Um, BV, BBVA was just the first one I recognized because I'm a customer of theirs as well, um, just in the US. So anyway, that is what the event was today. Um, it was great. I was hoping that the day would be more spread out. Um, so the last time they did an innovation and design award was last summer. Um, and it was like there was an outfit change because the award ceremony was held in the evening um, at like seven or eight. And they were in, uh, it was in Valencia last year. And so they did like their tour of the autonomous community of Valencia earlier on. Um, and so I was kind of hoping for something like that today. And it just was not, it was like museum immediately over and then immediately over to the awards, um, which is fine. Like it's their schedule. I'm okay with it. They're going to be like my heroes next week so I could care less what they do this week anymore um but still I was just kind of like oh this is not what I expected um but I love looking at this building in Granada I'm so glad now that I know um what it is because I've seen it before in pictures and I never knew what it what the building was and so now that I know I'm like okay cool when I ever go to Spain and I go to Andalusia like this is going to be something to go to because it's just beautiful um, so that was always helpful. And so, yeah, that was their day. Um, I do know, I think Queen Leticia has something tomorrow and then King Felipe has something on Sunday. Um, so anyway, it'll be an exciting couple of days still from them. Um, we'll have some events to talk about on Monday's episode. But with that, we are actually going to end this episode. There were a couple of digital meetings that Prince Daniel held in Sweden, but nothing that I can go into detail on because they didn't share detail. Um, so we are going to end this episode here. Please be sure to check out the dailyroyal.com, the daily Royal on Instagram, daily Royal podcast on YouTube. Obviously, if you listen to this whole thing on podcast form, kind of call it kind of null and void, but there are videos over there, um, of the things that I'm talking about still with my voice dubbed over them, but you know, they're cool. Um, or I, I hope they will be, this will be the first one I'm doing. So I don't know, actually, um, but I'm hoping it's cool. Um, so anyway, that is what was going on. Um, and so with that, I will talk to you all probably Monday, but possibly, um, possibly Sunday. We will see. It's just going to be a really busy weekend. So I'm thinking I might record Saturday and then also record Sunday and just go through like everything because it's just going to be crazy. Um, so anyway, with that, I am going to end this and I will talk to you all sometime over the next couple of days. 
Have a fantastic weekend. Bye.